Lord, we thank you for the worship team and their sacrifice this morning leading us. Lord, we thank you for Jonathan leading us through scripture. Lord, we thank you for the tech team that works so hard behind the scenes to make every worship service happen. Lord, we thank you for the people that are giving this morning, not out of guilt, not out of fear, but out of generosity, knowing, Lord, that all we're doing is giving back to you what you've given to us. And Lord, may we always be guided. May we always be convicted to take what you have given us, steward it well, so that your gospel might be advanced here in Orlando to the ends of the earth. Thank you, Lord, for listening to us this morning. We pray all this in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And all God's people said, amen. Amen. So we're gonna do this morning a little bit differently. You know, normally what we have you do at the beginning of a sermon is we stand up and we recognize the word of the Lord. We're gonna do that, but we're gonna do it a little differently today. We're gonna engage God's word um, in a participatory manner, which you're gonna find out about in a minute. So just shout it out, what's today? It's New Year's Eve, which means that it's, hold on to something, almost 2024. That is insane. How many of you are ready to admit that 2024 is tomorrow? Raise your hands. I don't know about you, but I'm like, oh my gosh, where did 2023 go? Knowing that the new year is upon us, one of the things that I try to do every year is I try to reflect back on what the year held for myself, what the year held for my family. And I learned a practice from a gentleman named Tim Elmore, who, by the way, if you have a teenager, you can go to Tim's site, fantastic knowledge when it comes to having a teen, pouring into students. If you're a teacher, I encourage you to check him out. But a few years ago on his blog, I ran across a post that he titled, The One Thing I Do at the End of Each Year. And it's titled, again, The One Thing I Do at the End of Each Year. And ever since reading that blog, I always try to take the last week of the year, sometimes it's the first week of the new year, and I try to work through what Elmore encourages us to reflect upon. So here are some of the questions that I literally reflected upon this week. What are my fondest memories of 2023? What are your fondest memories of 2023? What were the big projects I completed during the year? What were the defining moments during the last year? Now, here's a fun question. What did I procrastinate on and fail to get done? What books and mentors had the greatest impact on me? Have you ever thought about what you have read over the previous year? How that shaped your soul? How that shaped your pursuit of God? Here's an interesting question. Am I closer to my friends and family from my activities this year? In other words, did I do things that brought me closer to my friends and family? And then he asks a question that's kind of forward thinking. What will be my biggest goals as I move forward into 2024? And then he asks another hard question. Where did I neglect to live up to the standards I set for myself? And the last question in the, reflection, in the reflective blog is this. What am I committed to do this next year to fulfill my life sentence? Now, by the way, I have a copy of it. So if someone wants this at the end of the service, just walk up to me and ask, and I'll be willing to give it away. But why do this? 
Why reflect? Why use this specific prompt from Elmore? Well, here's why. It helps me remember, and sometimes for the first time, recognize the many ways God has blessed me and my family throughout the year. It helps me remember, and in some ways recognize for the first time, the many ways that God has blessed me and my family throughout the year. You tracking with me? So we're going to look this morning at Psalm 136. And before we look at Psalm 136, I want to give you the context of this passage because we're actually going to practice Psalm 136 in a moment. So before we practice it, I want to give you the context. Well, Psalm 136 is what's called a Hallel Psalm, H-A-L-L-E-L. And by the way, that's the root for our word we use, hallelujah. And this Hallel Psalm was a song of praise that was meant to be sung around Passover to reflect God's redemptive love. Now, I want to say that one more time. This Hallel Psalm was a psalm of praise to be sung around Passover so that the Jews could, and here's the key word, reflect upon God's redemptive love. Just like you heard me talk about this reflective exercise that I do from Elmore, Psalm 136 is literally a psalm that the Jews would use to sing and reflect upon God's redemptive love. It's a responsive psalm that would be sung to the Jews by a leader, and the Jews would reply back, his love endures forever. And the first verse goes like this. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. And the people would reply, his love endures forever. But if you look more accurately at the Hebrew, more deeply at the Hebrew, we could also translate that first verse like this. Confess God's covenant love, for his faithfulness remains forever. Confess God's covenant love, for his faithfulness endures forever. So basically what this psalm is, it's a reflective psalm that the Jews would sing to reflect and remember upon God's covenant to his people. So here's what's so amazing about what we've done this morning already and what this psalm says. Through the worship team's leading and through Jonathan's reading of scripture, what have we been doing? We've been reflecting upon the story of God all the way from the fall to Advent to Christmas to Christ coming. And we know that the story does not end at Christmas because we know that the story continues and it leads to Easter So what have we been doing this morning as a congregation? We've been reflecting. We've been remembering. We've been celebrating, not necessarily through a blog, not necessarily through questions, but by worshiping with our voices and hearing the story of Scripture. Reflecting, remembering. And that's what Psalm 136 is about. Reflecting, remembering, celebrating God's covenantal faithfulness to his people. And I get excited when I preach because when I look out and I see you, do you know why we're here this morning? It's because of God's covenantal love. Because he loves us, he has blessed us, 
to be together today with one another. So what we are going to do this morning is we are going to practice Psalm 136. We are going to do what the Jews of the Old Testament would do. We are actually going to recite this psalm as we remember God's covenantal faithfulness. So the words are going to be on the screen. I am going to read the first part of each verse, and then you're going to respond with his love endures forever. Let's reflect and let's remember this morning. Psalm 136 says, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. Give thanks to the God of gods. Give thanks to the Lord of lords. To him who alone does great wonders. Who by his understanding made the heavens. Who spread out the earth upon the waters. Who made the great lights. The sun to govern the day. The moon and stars to govern the night. To him who struck down the firstborn of Egypt. Pause here. Does his love endure forever? Think about his covenantal love towards you. Think about his seeing you and knowing you and redeeming of you. Let's put a little umph in his love endures forever. Verse 11, and brought Israel out from among them. Amen. And with a mighty hand and outstretched arm. To him who divided the Red Sea asunder. And brought Israel through the midst of it. But swept Pharaoh and his army into the Red Sea. To him who led his people through the wilderness. To him who struck down great kings. And killed mighty kings. Sion, king of the Amorites. And Og, king of Bashan. And gave their land as an inheritance. An inheritance to his servant Israel. Now these last four verses are very salvation specific. So as I read the first part and you respond with his love endures forever, think about your own salvation. Verse 23, he remembered us in our low estate and freed us from our enemies. He gives food to every creature. Give thanks to the God of heaven. Amen. Now, we often read scripture and we celebrate scripture and we hold scripture high. But if you're like me, sometimes I read a verse and I'm like, that's fantastic. That's great. It speaks of God's truth. God's truth in history, God's truth in my life, but how does it apply to 2023, almost 2024 Orlando today? Well, I wanna encourage you to go home and I want you to take this passage one step 
further. What if you used this psalm as a way to guide you through your reflection on 2023? Think about it. What if you use this psalm as a way to guide you through your reflection of 2023? Let me give you an example. So I could say this. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. And I would start with his love endures forever. And then I would say, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. He allowed my family to experience an amazing trip to Ireland this summer. Is that not something to be celebrated? Here's another one. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. He allowed me to finish ordination. That's a big one. And then think about this. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. Tara and I had an amazing time on the Young and Heart Cruise. If you, know, if you went, you know that it was more than a cruise. It was laughing and celebrating and studying scripture. And it was practicing generational faithfulness. Here's another one that I could say. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. My family was able to grow our relationships and belonging at First Press. Right? Scripture tells us that the very scripture itself that we read this morning is alive and active. And friends, it is alive and active. And what I pray you're walking away with today is the fact that the scripture calls us and encourages us to reflect and celebrate upon the good word of the Lord, God's redemptive movement throughout history. And whether it be a blog or whether it literally be using Psalm 136, I encourage you over these next few hours, and you can cheat and do it next week, to reflect upon Psalm 23. And I pray that as you reflect, your response will be, his love endures forever. Amen.